0: Welcome back to the locker Room Sports Media Podcast. My name is Jacob. His name is Matt. And it is Wednesday, back on the Wednesday recording at 8 39 and February 8th, 2023, here in Springfield, USA. And Matt is in Topeka, USA. Woo, Kansas. Woo, Missouri. Yeah. Woo, battle. <laughs> How, are How are we doing, Matt? Good, man. It's
1: hump day. So congratulations. You're in the middle of the week.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Where's my trophy? Yeah. Where's my ice cream and beer? Yeah, ice cream sounds good. You ever had a beer ice cream float? No. You think that would be good?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> what was
0: it? What was it back in the day we used to mix that made was, was it fireball and beer? No, it was Captain Morgan and Natural Light. And it tasted like it tasted like it did. I'll take root it to beer. my grave. Or was it? Am I thinking of it something? Natural else?
1: light and Captain Morgan.
0: But what was it? Maybe I'm thinking of Dr. Pepper. Was it beer and Fireball that taste made it taste like Dr. Pepper? No, anyway. it's very
1: natural light and Captain Morgan tastes like a root beer.
0: And it did. It did. <laughs> yeah. You were like, "Here, try this. Tastes like Dr. Pepper." And I was like, oh, "Matt, you're a god." What if what if you concocted?
1: <laughs> I haven't tried it since, but my I was a sophomore year of college, and
0: yeah, yeah. Well, um, that was at old stadium place, probably around Fake Patty's Day. Yeah, you like you it's like just, my uh Fake Patty. I'm wearing my Fake Patty's Day from last shirt from last yeah. year right now. So yeah, you gonna, gonna go this year? Since you, no, <laughs> <live in. laughs> I'm not gonna go. we gotta, we have to um. We have to uh, be true to ourselves because last year, after Fake Patty's Day, we said on the podcast that that was our last Fake Patty's Day. So if you end up in, if you end up in Manhattan, I think it's on March fourth or something. If you end up in Manhattan, you're a liar. <laughs> and you, Are you going? No, I'm not going. <laughs> Whatever.
1: You and Matt, you're lying to me. <laughs> I
0: have a life here now. I work so, out. I
1: have, yeah, I'm. I, I'm good.
0: I work out and then I. Go home and I do the podcast, and then I just am lonely. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, I, sometimes I hang out with Kyle, my friend from work. He's he gets he gets mad at me when I call him. Oh, when I mention him on the podcast, I say my coworker. He goes, Oh, I'm just your co worker. Huh? <laughs> he's an avid listener. So, shout out to you, Kyle. Uh, Matt, do you have any shout outs to the podcast? No,
1: no, <laughs> no. What Screw about him. Eric? Screw him. Screw them all.
0: Not even Brick? Brick's in uh, like Jamaica Brick's or something. On his honeymoon. Or Hawaii? Okay. Is he in Hawaii?
1: No, he's like in the Dominican Republic or something like
0: that. He's not in the mainland. No, he is not. So he's finally on his honeymoon after what, nine months? <laughs> <laughs> Anywho
1: yeah, anywho,
0: let's cool. yeah. go. <laughs> so we are a sports podcast and we do like to talk about sports and we don't care who knows. And primarily K-State sports for those who if you are a new listener, I know a lot of you listeners are are uh, consistent uh listeners, uh we like to call um regulars on the podcast. And we talk about K State sports. So Matt. K State basketball, the last two night or the last two games, we'll talk about a little bit about Texas since I kind of want to hear your input on that game um, from Saturday. And since I posted our, you know, my own episode there on Sunday about the Texas game, uh, the TCU game uh, last night, the Cats came out on top last night, a big victory, especially down the stretch. The Cats pulled away at the end. Cats with a big victory, eighty-two to sixty-one last night over our number seventeen TCU. That revenge game from the loss down in Fort Worth, and then this weekend the Cats are on the road for the first time in a while uh, at Texas Tech, followed by Oklahoma on Valentine's Day. So I don't know if we'll have an episode out between then and the, and now. Mm-hmm. But Matt, uh, f- uh, what what were your thoughts of the Texas game? Now K State lost that game uh, at home, a game that they sh- probably should have won, sixty nine to sixty six.
1: Considering we were up to 14 and a half and it was at home, the place was rocking.
0: Should have been was, 14 and a half. Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah. And considering um, it's the University of Texas, I was pretty pissed off. <laughs> Not going to lie. Uh, they kind of just went, everything just went, didn't go our way the second half. Texas started making big shots. We obviously didn't. Uh, we didn't rebound worth a damn. And we, Sort of lost it. I wouldn't necessarily necessarily say Texas won it. I mean they earned it in the second half. They kicked our butt, but K-State kinda of just let off the gas.
0: Oh, yeah, a lot of it was just K-State just I felt like a lot of it in the in the beginning of the second half, K State took a lot of um quick threes and turning the ball yeah. over. And the easiest way to get back in the game is making is by um Making free throws, obviously stopping the clock, making free throws. Texas made a lot of their free throws, but they also got a lot of fast break points, um, and turned K State over a lot. And then they 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 caught fire in the second half. I will say, I mean that didn't help either. So, um, and Jerome Tang was. Did you like his comments after the game when he was, um, he was very, very you know, visibly. You know, uh, he was mad. Upset. He yeah,
1: every, he, had, he, was, he had every right to be, and mm-hmm. I am jumping ahead, and I'm going to go ahead and do that. Um, he, I guess, the, these last three days of practice were pretty tough on the players, in which he had every right because you just don't lose a type of game like that at home.
0: No, no, not not in front of a big crowd like there was, and on a Saturday. Uh, uh, some there was one quote out there that the player he he basically told the players that they were walking on eggshells this week, like you. You know, I practice. You better be perfect today. Or um yeah. and I think it showed. It it showed in the grid of the TCU game down the stretch. Tyke Green, guy off the bench who really hasn't been mentioned so much this year, mm-hmm. had the game of his life against TCU. And we can go ahead and transition to that. Cats defeated the Horn Frogs by twenty one points. However, the final score did not dictate the how the game actually was. was I mean close it was. To
1: the whole game. It was Station all the way at the end.
0: Right. I mean, K-State did have a – they had a 12-point lead with 10 minutes left in the second half, but TCU was not going away. They just didn't. I mean, um, there was a period there where I think TCU pulled within six, and I was like, oh, great, here we go. Um, Marquise Noel, I think, had two or three back-to-back turnovers. Um, We weren't getting quality shots. Uh, we weren't getting back on defense, and I said, "Oh crap! It's just the Texas game all over again." And then, bam! Out of nowhere, a couple of guys that 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 are kind of getting overshadowed by Keontae Johnson and Marcuse Noel. Desi Sills is a stud off the bench. Oh, I mean, he is a starter, and he will he would start on any team, um outside of K State. I I guarantee you that. Um, yep. Plays with some heart. Yeah, uh, very hard-nosed guy gets rebounds, makes these tough layups, makes his free throws. Um, I mean, Matt, did you have anything to say about Desi?
1: He's a stud, and I I did mention him back during. He, he was just he was a vital part of the when we beat KU at home in overtime mm-hmm. and overtime. He was stud during that game. He's All just right. he's just a trash. I like not, trash player. He's just he's just tough.
0: No, I know what you mean. He's not a he like trash. Maybe isn't i know what you mean when he's a he's a uh um, he
1: gets trash, like he's just a tough hard-nosed player
0: right um he does the dirty work yeah. yeah yeah uh 32 minutes by him off the bench i mean he's literally the sixth starter um four for nine from the field five for five from free throw which is huge k-state's shooting the ball very well from the free throw line this year and i think they've been getting much better too throughout the season yeah. um and then six rebounds, four assists, two steals, and four, and finished with fourteen points. I mean, that's a pretty good stat line off the bench from Desi Sills, and just provides that incredible spark that is so necessary um, sometimes, especially. And I mentioned this to Brett um, when Keontae Johnson has been struggling with foul trouble the last bull- couple of games.
1: Every every I, game,
0: I don't, I don't understand it. Uh, a foul he got last night was kind of bullshit. Uh, his first one, I don't, I don't understand. It was an offensive foul, but a lot of his fouls are offensive, and I, you can see he's getting pretty frustrated with it. Um, but he's got to find a way to not pick up. So if you get your first foul on offensive, as offensive, you need to find a way to, if you're playing defense, don't be frustrated because you got an offensive foul and then pick up some dumb, you know,
1: You're to two fouls, you right? Know what I mean?
0: So, and that's typically that's typically when guys get into foul trouble, is they'll they'll pick up that offensive foul and then they'll go down on defense and just be frustrated and hack a guy across the head and oh now you got your second one and you're sitting on the bench the rest of the first half. So which yeah, the sucks.
1: Charge, the charge and block fouls is just judgmental.
0: Oh, for sure. And I tweeted that from our from our page yesterday. I yeah. said one one person was saying, well, at least the charge and block cal- calls are consistent, which I agreed with, but I don't – I mean, I feel like the charge and block call is so arbitrary that I think you would be better off just getting rid of both calls because if you're going to foul a guy on a shot, it's probably because he's getting whacked across the head or the arm anyway for one and for two. I mean, you don't – I guess you don't totally outlaw it, but –
1: Yeah, and let's be honest. Like, refs are human. Like, let's be honest. I'm not not naming any places, but let's say a big – a Coliseum – you have a charge foul. Everyone boos.
0: Go mm-hmm. down,
1: and they. I mean, you can call it. And I think the crowd kind of plays into that too, a little bit too. Like if you call a couple oh, charges, a thousand percent, oh yeah. shit, I better call a couple blocks now. Like you're just right. you, and like it's just pressure.
0: Well, and normally, and this is just me observing things, is when a ref will call a charge foul on one end, they go down on the other end, and they always call another one and it's like oh i gotta make up for it some guy fell over charge go back the other way all right now we're even it's like this constant back and forth of all right well this team gets a call all right now i now i gotta go back down the other end and make another call and the thing about people pointing out foul calls from the ref like oh the free throw shooting was even the refs were they did a fine job it's like that's not true that can't that's not always true just because they call a lot of fouls doesn't mean they were good fouls. I mean, one team could have 30 fouls, another team could have 10 fouls. That just means one team's playing more physical than the other. Doesn't mean that the refs are doing a bad job. So I don't like that argument either. But um going back to the charge slash block call, um I don't even understand why the restricted area even exists. They might as well make it bigger because then that just that just uh deters players from wanting to take charge
1: it's an automatic charge isn't it
0: no it's an automatic block block
1: okay
0: yeah so they don't it basically the idea of it is they don't want players they want to de-incentivize players to be taking charges inside under the rim because there's a lot of bodies and they don't want people they don't want people getting hurt essentially Yeah. they want people falling on each other rolling ankles stuff like that but it still doesn't matter. Guys are just going to flop anyway. Or,
1: yeah, I mean, you're I don't know. <laughs> I,
0: I think, and this is almost another topic for other days like some of these rules, and it, it happens a lot in football where they're trying to create rules that are incentivizing player safety. And it's like, all right, there's a point, there's a line that needs to be drawn where sometimes you got to realize that you are playing a contact sport and you are bound to get hurt in a contact sport. Yeah. So it's like, why are we, why are we trading the integrity of the game, for, for a for a worse product? And I'm not saying that I want to see guys get hurt. And I know a lot of these rules, especially in the NFL, the like the, day, the concussion protocol know stuff. What, yeah, they like,
1: I know, at the end of the day, you, they know what they're getting into. They've been Right.
0: It. And I I understand player safety is everything, but there's got to be a line that's got to be drawn. It's like, all right, these guys are signing up for this. They're playing the game. I mean, it's just like in everyday life. You're going to go outside. You're just going to stop. What are you going to stop driving your car? Because. It's
1: dangerous. <laughs>
0: I mean, anything's. Anyway, a little bit of a tangent there. I don't even know. I think that we, we were talking about Keontae Johnson taking charges. So let's circle back. Um, And then uh, Tykey Green, let's talk about him. He was big off the bench. He's uh, really big. Johnny on the spot a couple times where Marquise Noel was able to find him in the back cut. The back cut was just absurdly open last night. I mean, we had guys wide open on the back cut and then slam dunk, easy layups all night. I mean, TCU was overplaying everything. Um, and uh, and then TCU went in zone and we immediately scored like tw- twice again. I'm like, you can't go zone in the Big 12. You just can't. <laughs> so big time, big time uh, off the bench from those two guys. Um, Noel uh, broke the single season record for assists. So that was huge um Steve Henson a McPherson guy broke his single season assist record so I think it was like what 180 something I don't have the number in front of me so anyway I don't know. um and just all around it's a good game from the cats 10 points from Gassan. it's good to have him back he looks like he's finally getting in the full swing of things he was four for four on the floor and two for two from the line Kanté Johnson, fourteen points. Noel with eighteen. Dude, Noel's last three from the logo was that was like was,
1: almost half court.
0: It literally was. I mean, you got to He's
1: literally on the power cast.
0: Just think about like Steph Curry. A little another side tangent. Steph Curry has literally changed the entire identity of basketball. Yeah, it's just like his ability to make those deep threes, and like these guys are like, oh, yes, this is good. I can do that too. It's. And so, uh, Tyke Green with 13 points, Desi Sills with 14. And then, yeah. And then TCU was missing one of their main guys. Um, I can't, uh, Miles. Um, is that his last name?
1: Um, Miles, Miles yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, he's been hurt. So that's been hurting TCU a fair amount. And, uh, and then Lampkin, Eddie Lampkin Jr., only had, he had zero points when he absolutely clobbered us down in Fort Worth. So that was pretty ginormous. I'm glad the cats uh, pulled away there at the end and I was finally able to relax for a game. So that was cool. (laughs) No joke. God, all these close games down to the wire and just clinching the entire time. Okay, Texas Tech this weekend at Texas Tech. I don't know what to think about Texas Tech. And for some reason, they're favored.
1: Okay, Texas Tech, we get it. 12 and 10, the 1-9 conference. There's still – it's like we always talk about, like they can beat anybody if it's just their day. K-State needs to show up and play their best ball. And I think it's going to be tight. It's in L- Lubbock. I think K-State wins by six, single digits.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, K-State's biggest struggle this year has been on the road. Um, yeah. K-State always pl- plays their hearts out at home. But they, they've they had really one signature road win this year, and it was at Texas, and I guess at Baylor too. Um but that's because – I mean, they won both those games because they shot the lights out. But at KU, they kind of laid an egg. At Iowa State, I mean, they were competitive at Iowa State, but there's no reason they should have lost that game, in my opinion. Um But, yeah, I mean, Texas Tech's no pushover. I mean, they came back down 20 against Iowa State, but then they go to Baylor and they lose by 25. So, yeah. I don't know what to think about them. But Texas Tech's environment is pretty nuts. Um yeah. they they show up for their games. I mean, they got a big arena too, fifteen thousand fans, and they'll they'll show up. I mean, what else is there to do in West Texas? Um, okay. And you think Cake State won by six? I kind of agree with yeah. that. I'm I'm thinking it'll be like seventy seven to seventy, something like that. What was the yeah. first what was the first score here?
1: They they was tight between the whole game. Yeah. sixty eight to
0: fifty eight. Yeah,
1: one by ten. K State. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Texas Tech was winning like that entire game. Uh it was back and forth. That's for sure.
1: Back and forth, but still.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. The final score there that that does not um that does not show how close the game really was. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna go seventy seven to seventy. And then next Tuesday, Valentine's Day, K State heads to Norman and plays OU for the first time. So that'll be their last um, uh, new opponent of the season. Um, and OU is kind of a weird team as well. I mean, they—I mean, think about this: they they lost to Baylor, they got destroyed by TCU, then they play Alabama at home, who was ranked second at the time, and beat them beat yeah beat the shit out of them and then they return home again and lose bedlam to oklahoma state which oklahoma state's kind of a scary team right now too they're they're very hot um and then they lost um on the fourth at west virginia by 32 (laughs) so i I don't
1: i think think case that goes down there wins by 10 8 to 10
0: I think there's no reason that K-State shouldn't win by 10 points down there, but again, it's on the road and it's in the Big 12. So, what I mean, I just it's weird. Um and I don't know much about OU. I haven't been able to watch them very much, but just just the Alabama win is unbelievable. And Alabama, they turned around and then they beat the crap out of whoever they played the following week cuz they were pissed off. They beat they beat Vanderbilt 101 to 44. That's unreal.
1: Dang. Forty four
0: points? That's like worse than Bruce <laughs> Hey, Chill. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, we've done a pretty good job laying off those this year, that's for sure. Yeah. As as I think we should. So um okay, and then so yeah, K State at Texas Tech, K State at OU. And then the next time uh we talk about K State basketball, they'll be back home versus Iowa State on a Saturday, oh, and then there's home there's versus Baylor. Baylor. You, are you trying to go to the Iowa State game?
1: Yeah, we should go. We should go.
0: All right, let's look up tickets.
1: <laughs> Live ticket sale right here.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a god ten to nine. What a score that was! I think we'll get Iowa State the second time around. I really do. Yeah. Here we go. What?
1: Hey, oh. On it.
0: Oh, here we go. Oh, it's cheaper. Oh, no, oh. this is football. What the hell? <laughs> all right, oh, well. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay, well, that's, that's all I got for the podcast. K-State is... Oh, yeah. Oh, shoot. You know what? We didn't do our Super Bowl Spectacular episode. Shoot. <laughs> Crap. Oh, uh, yeah. Matt, who do you got? Chiefs or Eagles?
1: I'm going to go Chiefs by six.
0: I think the Chiefs are going to win. I really do. Don't bet against Patrick Mahomes. He's hot right now. Yeah, and they're they're probably gonna they're probably gonna inject him with some freaking crazy injector serum for his ankle. <laughs> Let's look at the look at the spread and the over under for that real quick. Eagles are favored by one and a half. The over under is fifty one. Jeez, I almost think that's gonna hit the over too.
1: Over, it has to.
0: Yeah, I mean the Eagles score like crazy, but. The Eagles defense is good too. I think I think it'll depend on whether the Eagles defense shows up or not. Mm-hmm. So you think Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown? I think so.
1: Yeah, I do.
0: He yeah, has to. What's what's your so if you're gonna if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl and you had to pick an MVP that wasn't Travis Kelsey or Mahomes, who would you pick? Chris Jones. Chris Jones, oh why, why,
1: dude? He tore up like he tore up Cincinnati's offensive line last game.
0: Yeah, I could see that. It, pull a Von, tough. pull a Von Miller, get a couple sacks and a strip sack. Yeah, force a fumble. I'm thinking, um, who was the guy that poached all the touchdowns all year in the backfield? Here, let's go. 2022 20, regular season. Was it Pacheco?
1: Probably.
0: I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say Isaiah. Uh, I, well, no, it wasn't Pacheco. It was uh, was it McKinnon or was it Pacheco?
1: McKinnon's a stud running back. He's more your bruiser. It was probably Pacheco. I'll say
0: I'll say Isaiah Pacheco. If it's if it's not gonna be. Because I don't – maybe Valdez Scantley, you know I mean, Valdez Scanley's has kind of had a big playoff so far.
1: He has. He made some great catches against Cincinnati.
0: Mm-hmm. It's six receptions and a touchdown, 116 yards. That's crazy. Yeah. And he. I mean, he really didn't do much during the regular season, not going to lie.
1: <laughs> he did not, no.
0: Um, Okay. What did you say? What was your final score?
1: Oh, gosh. I think it's going to be – I said six, or I might as well just put seven. I'm, I think they
0: win 38-31. 38-31, huh? So what is that, one field goal per team? Uh, it's There's going to be more field goals than that. Um, 34-27. 20, 20, 34 to 30 to Chiefs win. All right. And then we both hit the over. Okay. What's been weird about the spread, though, is the spread opened up, I think, as the Chiefs' favorite, and then it flipped immediately to the Eagles, and then it kind of went back and forth, and now it's settling on the Eagles, I guess. So that's – I'm excited to get back up to Kansas City so I can actually bet on this game. (laughs) Yeah. So, All right. Chiefs and Eagles Super Bowl 57 on Sunday night on is it fox i believe fox hey all you sports and health nerds out there it's jacob here if you're having trouble finding an exercise routine trying to find a good diet plan or just looking to change things up might i suggest checking out 8minutefitness.com there are multiple articles to click on to meet your health and exercise needs learn about basic exercises for beginners read about the best green superfood and also the best sports drinks to order at a gas station even exercises for fishermen trying to perfect their cast, and much more. From experts to beginners, 8-Minute Fitness is for you. What's your, the... uh, what are you going to smack on or eat?
1: What, what, oh, the...
0: yeah. Um... Ticket tickets as low as three thousand two hundred eighty seven dollars. Sorry. I just wow. saw that. <laughs> Jesus. That's crazy. You wanna go? <laughs> what am I gonna snack on? Um well typically so my actually no, my brother, um, so it's at my uncle's house. My brother's gonna smoke a pork butt and he'll yeah. bring that over and he usually smokes a ton of it too. So like it it'll feed a bunch of people and um some corn dip hopefully my sister-in-law makes her special uh, corn dip the same same kind that you make at the yeah 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 um let's see baked beans maybe some hamburgers and hot dogs and brats um i guess if i had a favorite oh it's gotta be wings man i love wings i, mean, I, I love wings too I had wings this last weekend. They were the sweet chili wings from uh, this place called George Max here in Springfield. Free advertisement for them. If you're in Springfield, it's pretty good food. (laughs) And uh, yeah, man, I could eat wings every day. It just makes me fat. (laughs) I think, I think the only thing that's better than wings is ribs, uh, uh, beef ribs, but those are expensive and they take a while to cook.
1: (laughs) worth
0: it though oh so worth it yeah if i go to if i go to kansas city just on like during the summer on a random weekend you gotta go to kansas city joe's and you gotta get their ribs those are the best ribs i have ever had and they're not i mean do you agree okay (laughs) you've never had casey joe's oh my gosh it's a staple in kansas city well let's go well have you had so i guess have you had Kansas City Barbecue? Yeah. Have you had like Texas Barbecue or like Memphis or St. Louis Barbecue? No.
1: Um,
0: okay. Well, if I had to rank them, it's Kansas City Barbecue is by far the best. Texas Barbecue is up there in second place. And very surprisingly, St. Louis Barbecue is very good too. I would say that's up there. So Texas is more spicy. St., uh, Kansas City is more sweet. And then I think St. Louis is kind of on the same line as Kansas City. But people always talk about Memphis barbecue being really good. And when I went to the bowl game, the Liberty Bowl back in 2019, I had we had we Taylor and Colby had barbecue in Memphis. And we're like, all right, we got to get Memphis barbecue and see what it's all about. Trash. It is not good. It is overrated. <laughs> it had no, no flavor. The uh, meat was overcooked. I mean, maybe it was just the place we went to. But it seemed like a pretty good establishment, a pretty uh, popular establishment when we went there. So Memphis is just bottom tier out of those four. So Great. anyway, so yeah, next summer, we're going to go to a couple of Royals games, right? I didn't get to go any Royals games last summer.
1: Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> but fly out to Denver too and go to a Rockies game.
0: You know what? I, I've i been thinking about going to Denver. Colby was Colby was messaging me about uh, going skiing or something. Same with my friend uh, Derek, so I, I just, I don't know if I can afford it right now. <laughs> Got to pay for my, uh, my vehicle. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, we had some pretty good topics to talk about tonight. Let's go ahead and wrap it up here. What do you say? Yeah. My name is Jacob. His name is Matt. This has been another edition of the locker room sports media podcast. I hope everybody has a great Thursday Stay warm this weekend. It's supposed to snow on Friday and have a great weekend. Have fun watching the Super Bowl and go Chiefs, I guess. Yeah, go Chiefs. All right. See you later. This has been the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Thank you for listening.
1: Oh, thank you.